Welcome to episode 326 of the Intermittent Fasting Podcast. If you want to burn fat, gain energy, and enhance your health by changing when you eat, not what you eat, with no calorie counting, then this show is for you. I'm Melanie Avalon, biohacker, author of What, When, Wine, and creator of the supplement line Avalon X. And I'm here with my co-host, Vanessa Spina, sports nutrition specialist, author of Keto Essentials, and creator of the Tone Breath Ketone Analyzer and Tone Lux Red Light Therapy Panels. For more on us, check out ifpodcast.com, melanieavalon.com, and ketogenicgirl.com. Please remember, the thoughts and opinions on this show do not constitute medical advice or treatment. To be featured on the show, email us your questions to questions at ifpodcast.com. We would love to hear from you. So pour yourself a mug of black coffee, a cup of tea, or even a glass of wine, if it's that time, and get ready for the Intermittent Fasting Podcast. Hi, friends. An incredible fasting aid is coffee. Yes, I am all about the coffee. I am a huge fan of its health benefits as well as how it can support your fast and really help with energy and fat burning. And I have a big announcement. The brand of coffee that I have been drinking for an entire decade now, I am no longer drinking. There's some drama, there's some science, and I'm about to tell you how to get a discount on my new favorite coffee. So I've been drinking the coffee formerly known as Dave Asprey's Bulletproof Coffee for literally a decade. I do not drink it now, so this is not a Bulletproof Coffee commercial, but I started drinking it because I so trusted Dave and his obsession in creating mold-free coffee because moldy coffee beans is a huge problem and a lot of people can get health issues, brain fog, and crash after coffee because of the mold contamination. Dave has been talking about this for so long, so I really trusted him and I would drink Bulletproof Coffee, which I absolutely loved and loved that it was mold-free. Then there was some drama. Dave sort of got kicked out of Bulletproof. He might be going back. There's a lot of stuff going on with that. Follow him on Instagram if you want to learn more about that. He even talked about it at the recent biohacking conference. But in any case, (laughs) drama aside, he can no longer speak to Bulletproof Coffee as to whether or not it is mold-free. And he ended up making a coffee even better than Bulletproof Coffee, and it is called Danger Coffee, and friends, I love it. It's the first coffee that is not only mold-free, but actually can help you remineralize. Yep, that's right. Danger Coffee contains a patent-pending formula that actually remineralizes your body with more than 50 trace minerals, nutrients, and electrolytes. On top of that, it is super clean. I know people like to see organic labels. Friends, I have learned so much about the certification industry. And honestly, the best of the best is finding people that you trust who do extensive testing and third-party certification. That's what I do with my Avalon X supplements. And that's what Dave does with Danger Coffee. So with Danger Coffee, they use a process that far exceeds government and industry standards. And it is third-party lab tested. So you can rest assured it is free of mold toxins. As for the flavor, Dave selected these hand-picked farm direct beans for their quality, their superb flavor, and their elevated performance. I love the taste of it. It's much richer and more nuanced than Bulletproof Coffee. It's honestly one of the best coffees I've ever tasted, and it's so exciting to know that when I'm drinking it, I'm actually helping to remineralize my body. So that's right. If you want your coffee to contain antioxidants, anti-inflammatories, micronutrients, and help optimize your fasting, you want Danger Coffee. And of course, I have a discount for you guys. You can go to melanieavalon.com slash Danger Coffee. 
and use the coupon code Melanie Avalon to get 10% off. Again, that is melanieavalon.com slash danger coffee with the coupon code Melanie Avalon for 10% off. This is my favorite coffee. Like I said, it takes some really good coffee and convincing biohacking health reasons to break me from my 10 year decade bulletproof coffee habit. But sometimes you just got to upgrade. And by the way, this would make epic presents for people. This can just become your go-to present. Not only will people love it, but you'll be helping their health as well. Everybody wins. MelanieAvalon.com slash Danger Coffee with the coupon code Danger Coffee. One more thing before we jump in. Did you know that common ingredients found in skincare and makeup products can actually disrupt your endocrine system? These endocrine disruptors are a silent threat that can have significant impact on your health, including something that is very important to me, fertility. Your skin is your body's largest organ and what you put on it matters. Endocrine disruptors are chemicals that interfere with the natural hormonal communication in the body. It also matters during pregnancy. And that's one of the reasons I pay close attention to what I put on my skin while being pregnant. Studies have shown that exposure to endocrine disruptors can affect both male and female fertility. For women, these disruptors can lead to irregular menstrual cycles, ovulation issues, and even polycystic ovarian syndrome or PCOS. In men, they can reduce sperm quality and quantity, making it even more challenging to conceive. But it's not just about fertility. When it comes to fat loss, one of the reasons that endocrine disruptors can get in the way of fat loss is because a lot of our toxins are actually stored in our fat. It's a way that our bodies protect us from those toxins. These toxic compounds can even work synergistically, amplifying their harmful effects and making it that much harder to shed unwanted body fat. All of these reasons are why I am obsessed with a company called Beauty Counter. The founder actually started the company when she learned about the potential dangers of toxic chemicals and their link to health issues, specifically miscarriages and infertility. While pregnant, I make sure to only use Beauty Counter products. It's one of the only makeup lines that is officially recommended from the Environmental Working Group. What really sets Beauty Counter apart is their unwavering commitment to protecting us, the consumers, from the hidden dangers that lurk in conventional beauty products. Beauty Counter goes above and beyond, rigorously screening every single ingredient that goes into their products, ensuring that they are safe, clean, and free from harmful toxins. They're not just a beauty brand, they're a movement for change, advocating for stronger regulations in the beauty industry. With Beauty Counter, I know that I can trust that the skincare and makeup that I use are not only effective, but also safe for me and my family. They have skincare lines for every skin type, as well as so many other incredible products. I absolutely love their overnight resurfacing peel. It's my favorite way to get anti-aging benefits in a skincare product. The makeup is absolutely amazing. I have tried alternative beauty products in the past and none of them truly performed. But with Beauty Counter, the foundation is so amazing. It makes me feel like my skin can breathe and it looks so dewy and beautiful. You can shop with me at beautycounter.com slash Vanessa Spina. New customers can use the code CLEANFORALL20 for 20% off their first order. Beautycounter.com slash Vanessa Spina. All right, friends, now back to the show. Hi, everybody, and welcome. This is episode number 326 of the Intermittent Fasting Podcast. I'm Melanie Avalon. I'm here with Vanessa Spina. Hi, everyone. How are you today, Vanessa? 
I am doing awesome. How are you? I'm good. We were saying last week, or actually two weeks ago, because I think I think last week we had our fabulous episode with Paul, hopefully, since we haven't recorded it yet, but manifesting, putting that out there. I was going to tell you about my experience at my brother's wedding. Yes, I can't wait to hear everything. I decided I love weddings. Do you like weddings? I do. Yeah, they're so much fun. It's so exciting because it's you know, seeing people and hanging out and like drinks and food and fun, but then it's also family. And then the blend, did I tell you the blend of families at this wedding? Mm -mm. So, so on my mom's side of the family, her side of the family is Southern, but very Christian, very religious, like conservative. Then my dad's side of the family is like, Southern, more like to have a good time, just a different vibe. (laughs) And then on her side of the family, the bride's side, her father is Jewish. So there was a whole Jewish culture. It was actually a Jewish wedding. And then her mom is Puerto Rican. So everybody flew in from Puerto Rico. So it was like this blend of families. (laughs) That's amazing. It's just crazy to like feel all the dynamics. So even like at the the dance party at the end, like half the songs they're playing were all these like Latin America songs that none of us knew, but they all knew like every word to. And it was my first Jewish wedding. I'd never been to it. Have you been to a Jewish wedding? I actually have never been to one. It was nice to see the the traditions and I've seen it so beautiful. Like in general, Jewish weddings. Yeah, I've just seen some of the traditions like in movies or shows and they just look so neat. It was exciting. It was like, I feel like it was educational and it was at a a winery, which was fun. And I did successfully sneak in my dry farm wines because if I'm going to be drinking, you know, more than normal, I have to have my organic low alcohol wines. So I did that successfully. So that was helpful for having a lot to imbibe in. But some takeaway highlights were my parents got like down on the dance floor, which was, I was not anticipating that. So that like made my life beyond belief. My life is complete. And then I did give a bit of a speech. Have you given a speech before at a wedding? I was my best friend's maid of honor and it was a huge, they had so many guests. I did a speech in front of all of them and it was really special but nerve-wracking. Had you written it out and read it or how did you do it? I think I had notes. I think I had notes for it. What about you? I yeah, I kind of had like an outline. I as a joke, I got ChatGTP to write some of it because my brother and I always talk about ChatGTP and then I just brought in some personal stuff as well. It was really fun, but then the funny moment for me Oh, I'm trying to decide if I should share this. So my brother is, he's younger. He's like 20, I should know this. I think he's like 28. His wife, his wife, crazy. She's like 25, 26. Everybody was mostly younger as far as like the the bridal party and everything. And so <laughs> there was the, the party at the wedding and then the winery and it was amazing. And then we went to like the quote after party. I literally felt like I was back in college because it was like at the grooms, like the house where the groomsmen and the bridesmaids were staying. It was like old school, like college vibes. I was was like, this is so fun. I saw somebody across the room who looked older. I was feeling like a little bit out of place. I literally just walked up to him and I was like, hi, like you look old. Can we be friends? (laughs) 
Like literally that was my opening line. I was like, how old are you? And he was like, I'm 38. And I was like, oh, great. I was like, I was like, me and you, we're, we're talking. But then what's really funny is, is it was my brother's boss who flew in for the wedding. So I became like friends with his boss, which was just like precious. Became besties. Yeah. It was a really fun time though, all around. And it was really beautiful. The North Georgia mountains are very, very beautiful. There's like wineries. It's like very unexpected. That sounds gorgeous. So now I want to go to another wedding. People need to get married. <laughs> So I can go hang out. So that's my life. What's new with you? That sounds amazing. That sounds like so much fun. We had a really fun weekend too. We had a lot of fun, a lot of family fun. And we had a little birthday party for one of Luca's little friend, friends, Maya. His little girlfriend was turning two. So we had... Wait, wait, wait. Pause. His girlfriend? No, not really his girlfriend. But like him and Maya, they're just like two peas in a pod. Like they're almost the exact same age. So out of all their little friends here, like him and her, they're always like, they kind of get each other. They're always going through like similar stages and they're really cute. Like Luca will like feed her blueberries or like, I don't know. They just have like, they're just so cute together. So it was her, her birthday party and we had like a barbecue in the park, this beautiful park in Prague. And we all brought like whatever we wanted to grill their extended family was all visiting from Arizona. So it was really fun to have all of them there. And we just had a great time celebrating with them. And it was just a really fun weekend. They've had this thing called Children's Day here. And so on Saturday, we went to the Castle Royal Gardens. And they had this like sort of recreation of what like a medieval carousel would look like. And I was actually asking them if it was the original because Pete and I were debating if it was the actual like original carousel from back then. And she said, it's not, but they rebuilt it to look like the one in her grandfather's pictures. So it was like, it was like a recreation of an original medieval style carousel with like just all this so beautifully like hand painted and gorgeous. There's just been all these events like that around the city. So Luca's gotten to go on all these like carousel rides and stuff and he loves it. So it's really fun just to have like activities like that to go and do. And and the weather's just been like so sunny and amazing. Just like, just glorious, like sunny summer days. A carousel, like a moving carousel, like a ride. They had those in the medieval times. Apparently they did. <laughs> yeah. There's what motorized them? There's one. So you, the guy like cranks it. A guy's pumping it? Yeah. He's like crank, the crank. And so this one had like, it was all wooden and it was like beautifully painted. And then they had like these little boxes. So Pete and, and Lucas sat in one. But there's another one near our house in the park that's from... I think about a hundred years ago or 150 years ago and it's from Italy and it's original and it's the one with like the horses, you know, that go up and down. Yeah. Oh, that's what I'm picturing. Oh, beautiful. It's so beautiful. And it's, it's actually like authentically from that time. And, and that one's really fun too. Like they can sit on the horse and stuff. I have a reel on my Instagram where Luke and I are, are on it together. Oh, okay. I'm going to go find that ASAP <laughs> from last summer. That's so cool. Yeah, just like fun little things like that from another time. But as I was telling you 
last week, we're so excited to go visit more castles. And a lot of the castles here are actually were inspiration for the Disney castles. I have to send you pictures of that. There's this one. It's about two hours south of here. And it looks like the actual Disney, like the main Disney castle. Like I'm pretty sure it's the one that inspired their creation of it. And it's so amazing because they have all the original furniture in it, like all the original chandeliers, like I was telling you. And you can walk through. It takes like a couple hours to do a tour in it. It's so stunning. But I have to send you a picture of it because you'll be like, oh my gosh, that's the Disney castle. That's amazing. I want to live in a castle. Yeah, same. (laughs) I always like walk through and I'm like pretending that, you know, this was like my house. You live there. (laughs) Yeah, I'm like... This is my house and this is like my little windowsill where I would like read books or like write poems or like I don't know what they were doing, like stitching needlepoints or whatever at the window. It just sounds so like tranquil. It does, although we probably really idolize it. Can you imagine like the bathroom situation and <laughs> back then? That's not the medieval thing that kind of you don't want a medieval bathroom, like no. Oh man, and just like family dynamics, like <laughs> people. Yeah, I think life was like very good for just a few people. For most people, it was not very good. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I shouldn't laugh, but yeah, it's a gratitude moment, and I realize even now there are people privileged, but I'm just very, very grateful to not be like a peasant. Yeah, the average person, like today's peasant lives and I'm talking about like the average person like ourselves like compared to you know those like kings and queens back in the day even an average person with like a decent income has like better bathroom situation than like a king a hundred years ago you know what I mean like our our comforts we talk a lot about like the you know plagues of prosperity like the different issues we have from our convenient lifestyles but we're so comfortable compared to like we have things that emperors and kings and queens in the past like would have only dreamed of. So I think we have a pretty good, I agree, thankfulness moment. I feel like I like it really becomes present when you lose it. Like when the power goes out or the water is not working and you're like, wow, I really need to not take this for granted. Like it's kind of mind blowing. Like even the shower, like I can just go in this little room and turn on this thing and like, Water comes from the ceiling, any temperature I want, and immediately gets taken care of. It's not messy. <laughs> like everything, I don't know. Modern life, I appreciate it. It's about that every day. I'm like thankful every day for my kitchen, for our bed, for like the dishwasher. Like every day I'm like, Pete, dishwashers are amazing. <laughs> you put it on and it cleans everything for you. Like we have it so good. We really do technologies, amazing technologies. We're talking to each other right now from across the world. Like we would have had to take a a steamboat or something for like two months to have a conversation at a different time. Or like texting now, it's like the modern day equivalent of like writing letters. Think about how much you stress writing a text to like your, your lover. And now think about if you could only do it via letters and it was like months and months in between. Dove carrying it. You wouldn't know if you've been ghosted because the t- turnaround time <laughs> is already like ghosting time. Yeah, it feels like you'd have to be so patient. Oh, man. Yeah. But it also sounds kind of romantic. It does. Did you ever send actual letters with people? 
Yeah. When Pete and I first met, I sent him a letter with a, like a CD I made for him. Or it was like an, I think it was like a CD with MP3s on it of like songs that made me think of him. And he loved it. <laughs> he was like so excited and thrilled. And because we did long distance for a long time, when we first met, I was in Canada in Vancouver and he was in Denver. We really got to build such like a beautiful friendship because we were just getting to know each other a lot. Just like talking to to each other on like, what was the messenger? We were on like some chat on the computer. We would like message each other on there. We would text, we would email, we would call each other and then we would get to see each other. And it was like, it was just such, it was so romantic. Like we'd, he'd come pick me up at the airport and like take me on amazing dates. And then he asked me to go to Hawaii with him after we had, I think we'd been on like two or three dates of like seeing each other in Vancouver and Colorado. He's like, do you want to go to Maui? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> so we went to Maui together and we took a, like, I think it was like a week holiday or something. And it was amazing because we were dating long distance, right? Like normally a long distance relationship, you're like together and then you have to live apart, but dating long distance is totally different. So we kind of had to figure out like, is this going to work out? Like, is this worth dating long distance? Like we had to get to know each other a little bit faster. And that was like the best way. Like we were, you know, just, we had the most incredible romantic time there together. I just remember like being in my pajamas like brushing my teeth with him and I was like this is so weird like I don't really know him that well and we're like brushing our teeth with our pajamas on but it was so amazing okay we're so similar because when I had a long distance relationship I was all about it for all of the reasons you just said like you get to know the person through talking so it's like all conversations and you don't get to know them on one level physically. I don't know. You were talking about like cultivating the friendship. I feel like you get a lot of that aspect. And then it's just like so magical when you actually are together because it's like very limited treasure time. So it's like magical romance. And I like, I need my space. So I was like, this is great. I was like, I was made for long distance relationships. They're so great. We should write a book about it. I remember I was like looking up all the stats when I was in it. And cause apparently, apparently the stats are not favorable. I was like, I don't know. I'm down. This works for me. So even if I am, and I've said this before, like even if I, I don't know if I, even if I was, I don't know if I'll ever be married, but if I was, I don't know if I could live with somebody. And if I did, I think I would still need like my own bedroom. Like I need my space. I used to always say I would need a separate wing. (laughs) Like, oh yes, yes. No matter the size of the house, like I would need my own area. In our castle. Yeah. In the castle exactly. 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 I think it keeps, it keeps a little bit of like the romance alive longer when you have your own bathrooms. Like that's definitely. Yeah. I wonder if that would, not that that would solve relationship problems, but it's kind of a cool hack. Yeah. It really, really helps if you can do it just to have your own space. You know, my husband uses. Do you guys have separate bathrooms? Yeah. He uses our, our like hallway slash guest bathroom and I use our bedroom one and it actually works out great for him because he has like one of those standing showers that you know in the what's it called like the the door (laughs) like it's got a door to it I don't know what they're called like just a shower with a door whereas like mine is like a bathtub with like a a shower so we each have like our own our preferences and 
It works really well. Do you take baths? I take ice baths. <laughs> I need to get on that. The only kind of bath I take lately. But I did like in the last six months, I I think a couple months ago, I was having some like muscle soreness, which I never have. And so I did an Epsom salt bath and it was amazing. It really helped. Oh yeah. I've actually never done one. Actually, I might have a long time ago, but people swear by those. Think about what people, just to bring this all full circle, think about people back in the old times and like how often they could take baths and showers. Like their hair was probably really greasy. Yeah. And I, I think maybe like in some ways it was better because <laughs> you'd have like more natural oils in your hair. Whereas I think we tend to now like overbathe. Mm-hmm. That's true. They might not have had as much of the, like the rebound effect from like responding to all of these stripping products. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, <laughs> on that note, I will just make a really quick announcement because the day this airs tomorrow is the last day to get grandfathered in for life for my berberine subscription. So friends, if you've been wanting to take control of your blood sugar levels with berberine, which is an herb that's been used in Ayurvedic and Chinese medicine for thousands of years, can have a profound effect on your blood sugar, your cholesterol levels, even your gut microbiome, and can activate longevity pathways like AMPK. You definitely want my Avalon X berberine. I sound like a commercial right now, but I'm not reading anything. I'm just saying this. Tomorrow's the last day to get a subscription for life. And you can pick either two bottles every two months or two bottles every three months. And doing so is going to help us figure out what you guys most want when it comes to launching a large bottle option, which in the end is the most sustainable option for everybody. So definitely get that. That's at avalonx.us slash email list. And then would you like to give your landing page for your tone protein, Vanessa? Yes. If you would like to get the launch discount, make sure to go to toneprotein.com and sign up with your name and email so that you can get the launch discount. It'll be the biggest discount that will ever be had on it. So definitely sign up if you're interested in checking out the protein that I am making. And it is going to be scientifically optimized for muscle protein synthesis in a way that no other protein powder does. So I am super excited about it. And that's at toneprotein.com. Hi friends. We are so honored to be sponsored in part today by Nutrisense. You guys hear us talk about continuous glucose monitors, aka CGMs, all the time on this show. And in particular, we love Nutrisense, and here is why. Nutrisense not only provides a 24-7 moving picture of your glucose values, they also offer a unique opportunity for self-discovery. So imagine this. You have a meal, and then you notice a spike in your glucose levels. So you think, hmm, that didn't go well. But here's the magic. Tomorrow, you can make a simple change. You can swap whatever you were eating for something else. Now you have real-time data to evaluate the impact. Maybe instead of that fruit, you have some vegetables. Maybe instead of that oatmeal, you have some yogurt. Maybe instead of that steak, you have some fruit. The continuous feedback loop that you can get with a Nutrisense CGM empowers you to make quick, informed iterations with your meals. Maybe the change results in a completely normal glucose level, or maybe it's still a little bit high, but significantly better. Armed with this knowledge, you can refine your choices further, rapidly steering your glucose values back to the normal range. Without a continuous glucose monitor, honestly, you're just guessing and assuming that what you're doing is working. And when you go test your blood sugar levels at the doctor, that's just a snapshot of that one moment in time. It's not telling you what actually was happening throughout the day all the time. 
What makes NutriSense truly transformative is its ability to create lasting habits and intrinsic motivation. So instead of relying on generic advice from professionals or online sources or us, you have personalized real-time data from your own body. When you see the direct impact of your choices, it will resonate on a whole new level. This newfound awareness becomes the driving force, making it easier than ever to stay motivated and committed to your health journey. I promise you friends, it's like opening your eyes to the secret to lasting change because it gives you this empowering knowledge that you just didn't have before. So if you're looking to take charge of your health, gain real insights into your body and make sustainable, positive changes, NutriSense is your ultimate partner. Join them and us on this journey of discovery and unlock your full health potential. Get started today at NutriSense.com slash podcast and receive a $30 discount off of your first month, which includes two CGM sensors, free shipping and professional nutritionist support. That's nutrisense.com slash IF podcast for a $30 discount off your first month with two CGM sensors, free shipping and professional nutritionist support, which by the way, I get a lot of feedback on just how helpful that nutritionist support is. It's so easy. You can talk to them in real time in the app and they can really help you make sense of all the data that you receive from your continuous glucose monitor. Nutrisense.com slash IF podcast. And I am just so grateful to Nutrisense for helping support today's show. Okay. Shall we jump into everything for today? Yes, I would love to. So to start things off, we have a question from Evie and the subject is actually questions for Vanessa. So she has two questions, but of course we can both answer these. So question one for Vanessa, she says, I have been low carb for years, mixing it up with being in ketosis. I am hardly ever hungry and feel good and healthy at the age of 48. What does it mean slash what happens when I have a sweet cake and an hour later I feel cold, sweaty, and no energy? So I think we can answer that. So my first, hi Eva, <laughs> thank you for your question. And it's great that you've been doing low carb and sort of mixing it up with being in ketosis. And, you know, you sounds like you don't have out of control hunger and you feel good and healthy. But what I would say, my initial thought is that it's a hypoglycemic response. And sometimes people who do a keto or low carb, they get a kind of hypoglycemic response, which is just temporary or transient. And it's because your body is not used to receiving these like higher carb loads at one time because you're more optimized for fat burning. So if you do eat something that's like really sugary or processed, like a sweet cake, then it probably will send your blood glucose a lot higher than if you were eating carbs all the time. And it's just sort of a temporary response. So that's probably why you're having that is that your blood sugar is going a lot higher. And then because it's going so high, it's then dropping quite low afterwards. And that's usually what that means if you feel like a cold sweat and no energy, but I'm not a doctor by any stretch. So I would definitely ask like a properly trained doctor about that. If you have concerns about it, you know, just note that it, it's very common for people who do keto and low carb, and then they eat something that they don't normally eat because you're just not trained to. If you were to go back and eat carbs for a week and then have a sweet cake, then you probably wouldn't have that effect, I'm guessing. 
But because you're so optimized for fat burning, your body doesn't, it gets kind of overwhelmed by all of that sugar hitting all at once when it, it's not used to having much in there. And the body's always optimizing for whatever you're giving it on a regular basis. It's always preparing. And so if you're eating carbs on a regular basis, it's ready to go. It goes, oh, I know what this is. It's carb coming and I have the insulin ready to go to get the blood sugar under you know control so it doesn't go too high. But then when you're eating keto and low carb, you're not like all ready for that. Your body's not as primed for that. So it can send blood sugar higher than normal. And then you may have a low, but again, I'm not a doctor. So you'd need a, a professional, you know, interpretation of it. But I'm just thinking that's what it could potentially be. What do you think, Melanie? Yes. And I think I read it wrong. I think I said cold, sweaty, and it's cold sweat. Like you were saying, that was my, my exact thoughts. Because basically when you get that, swing up and then that drop, the body will often respond to with like cortisol and adrenaline to raise back up your blood sugar. And that can create those cold sweat feelings. So that's probably what's going on. This would be a great example of somebody who could benefit probably from wearing a CGM if you haven't. And actually on today's episode, I did not plan this, but NutriSense is a sponsor of today's episode and I love using their CGMs. And if you wear a CGM, it's basically a continuous glucose monitor and it gives you a real-time picture 24-7 of your blood sugar levels and how you are responding to food. It's technically testing your interstitial fluid, but it is a reflection of your blood sugar. And so if you were wearing that during this experience, Vanessa, you could see if that is what's happening and what that would look like, it would go up and then drop down. So yes, our code for NutriSense, you can go to NutriSense.io slash podcast and use the code podcast, and that will save you $30 and it will also get you one month of free dietitian support. And the cool thing about the dietitian support is they will actually help you interpret what you're seeing on the CGM and give you guidance and advice. So it's a very, very cool thing. Okay. Her second question, she says, what is important to eat in real food form as a lifelong runner? I ran my first marathon last year. I don't take any supplements ever. I feel healthy now, but I don't want my joints to suffer. I want to be able to run as long as I can. I don't take collagen or protein or energy bars as I don't feel the need, but I worry it may catch up with me. If you recommend any products, please bear in mind, she lives in Prague. She says, I live in Prague. I, like you, live in Prague and may not be able to get things. Thank you. I do have a quick question before we answer this. Vanessa, being in Prague, is there an Amazon Prague? There's an Amazon Germany. So I do order from them a lot, but I usually, if there's anything that I specifically can't get here, I usually just stock up on it when we're home and... There's a few things that I can get here, but they're just like two, three times the price. So like my magnesium calm, I always get that. I think natural vitality. I always get some of those when we're home. I bring back lots of element element packs. And there's certain things that now over time, I've been able to find local replacements for most of them. But at the beginning, they didn't have as many things. So I was like bringing over more or my friends or family would bring stuff over also when they came. So with availability, I would say it's gotten a lot better in even just the last five years. Like there's 
all these companies now that have like supplements and and all kinds of things. And it's really popped up in the last few years. It's way more accessible. Gotcha. Yeah, I was I think I was sharing with you when I was trying to mail you some beauty counter stuff. I learned <laughs> I learned all about shipping. I literally went everywhere. It's so funny because I ship myself stuff all the time from my warehouse. Like I wonder like what it's funny, but I'm so glad that you figured it out in the end, even though you had to you had to jump through so many hoops to send it to me. So that experience, and then I mentioned him before recently, Mark Schatzker, who wrote The Dorito Effect. I was getting a signed copy of it. He lives in Canada, and I was trying to get a signed copy of his book for a friend. I was trying to just send him money to reimburse him to Canada, and that that was a hassle. I literally went everywhere. I was like, why is this so hard? Like, this should not be this hard. But yeah, with the post office, they didn't even have Prague in the computer. That's so crazy. Just wasn't there. It's so funny, though. It's like, okay, <laughs> that's how we handle things. Wake up this country? Like, what? It's like an ostrich putting its head in the sand. So DHL was what ended up being the best option in case people are wondering for me, at least for me, for international shipping. So yes, DHL, FedEx usually is great. UPS, it all comes here, <laughs> really. <laughs> but yeah. It's gotten better and better. So, but I totally understand where you're coming from, Eva, because, or Eva, I know sometimes, you know, you like, it's hard, it's harder to find some of the products that like you'll see online or you'll hear people using. And it, it's, it's frustrating sometimes because sometimes you do find them, but for some reason, imported products are like two to three times as much as they normally would be. So that can be frustrating too, but it's a really great question Now, I think, you know, the traditional thinking with running is always like carb loading, et cetera. But I think there are certain sports where a low carb can really actually give you an advantage. And especially if you're doing like a marathon, you're operating anytime you're operating between 60 to 70 percent of your VO2 max. So you're doing kind of like that kind of you know, aerobic activity where you're burning lots of fat, it's going to be advantageous to be a fat burner. So you may have even felt that while you're running. The biggest thing I think that trips people up can be the electrolytes. Like, so if you can find a good electrolyte supplement, Melanie and I love Element and they have amazing flavors with with the electrolyte packets as well. And that's something that I always take with us when we're doing any kind of like hiking or especially if it's going to be dry. And sometimes if I don't have access to that, I'll just sort of make my own electrolyte drink. And I'll do that with some salt and magnesium powder. And it's really the salt. I think that's important, especially when it comes to, you know, doing endurance is, is just if you don't, if you're not eating as many carbs, it's going to be a little bit more of a challenge for you to retain the electrolytes because your kidneys won't reabsorb as many electrolytes. And so you'll sort of release more water and it, it, it can become harder to hold on to them. So supplementing with electrolytes, I think can be a, a big thing in terms of the foods. Like I said, you could either go the carb route and eat lots of carbs and carb load before your races, which some people do, but they tend to hit that wall once they run out of the glycogen stores in the liver and muscles. Whereas if you're a fat burner, 
it's possible to not hit that wall in the same way because you don't, you don't, you're not running out of glycogen. Like you're already primed to be fat fueled. I've actually never run, run a marathon and I don't know what the experience would be like, but I know that if you're doing intense activity, you know, you definitely have to, to keep the electrolytes up in terms of like what foods to eat or supplements, you know, there's more and more protein bars and protein supplements and and protein type foods available here. I've seen them more and more. There's nothing really like super special that I would recommend other than finding some local electrolytes. And I use elements. I don't know what they would have potentially available in Europe. Maybe there's something similar. I don't think element ships to Europe yet. I don't think so. There might be, there might be an electrolyte drink that, you know, that does ship here, or you can look up online, you know, different ways to make your own. It's, it's pretty relatively easy to do. And other than that, I can't think of any like specific foods that would like whole foods or supplements that you would take to enhance running. I think just being adept at fat burning, being fat fueled can potentially give you an advantage if you are sort of in that, that heart rate zone. What do you think, Melanie? Sorry, I got distracted. I was looking up where Element ships. It says they actually do ship to most countries. They have a list where they don't ship. Prague is not on that list. So it is possible that they ship there. I'm going to like try to check out while you answer and see if it will ship to me here. <laughs> I've never tried. I just usually get it when we're home. What are your thoughts on her second question? I'm so glad that you brought attention to the electrolytes. I definitely agree. I as well do not have marathon running experience. So my apologies there. I agree with everything Vanessa was saying about how low-carb diet can work really well for a lot of distance running for the reasons she said about, you know, not hitting that wall. So I understand about the want and the need to consume foods in real food form, which I totally love. So just to speak specifically, because you're talking about like joint health and stuff like that. So collagen, a lot of people do benefit from supplementing collagen. MD Logic Health has a great collagen that people can check out. If you don't want to take supplemental collagen, you could focus on whole food meat with a high glycine ratio. So gelatinous meats, like when you're eat, if you're having like chicken, like eating all of you know the whole the whole chicken, so you get the the meats around the tendons and and all of that, making bone broths or meat broths can be a good way to up that glycine ratio and get the collagen benefits without necessarily taking a collagen supplement. And then as far as protein, yes, I'm totally down with whole foods form protein if protein powders are not a way that you want to go. Same with energy bars, but it does go back to just making sure that you're able to absorb and getting all the protein that you need. And some people struggle with that more than others. And especially athletes probably have higher protein intakes. So just making sure that you are getting what you need. And if not possibly supplementing accordingly, I'll make a brief plug because you're talking about your joints again. So anything anti-inflammatory will be pretty beneficial for that. So I really love my serapeptase supplement, which was the supplement that I launched Avalon X with, just because it can be so anti-inflammatory and really help people with their joints. It's a proteolytic enzyme. So when you take it in a fasted state, it goes into your body and it breaks down problematic protein buildups. 
and can really help resolve inflammation and sort of be protective on that front. So that might be something to proactively take and then continually take. And then just like anti-inflammatory diet in general with the joints. So going back to that whole food protein, you know, eating a lot of fish with a high omega-3 ratio can be something really great to focus on. Low mercury omega-3 fish. So I love the better, it used to be called Australia's, now it's called the better fish, Barramundi. You can get it at Whole Foods and Costco. I am obsessed with this fish. It's a lean white fish, but it actually has the highest omega-3 ratio of any white fish, and it's tested to be free of mercury. I love that fish. It's a great protein to have. And then salmon, sardines, scallops, shrimp, things like that can be great on the protein front. Yeah, I think focusing on the anti-inflammatory diet sounds like the low carb will probably work well for you or is working well for you with the marathon and focusing on the electrolytes. Did it work, by the way, Vanessa, to ship? Yes, it does ship here to Prague. So if you want to order it, and I know we we both have links for, for Element as well. Yeah, so the link for this show is drinklmnt.com slash ifpodcast. And that will get you whatever the current offer is. So when you go to drinklmnt.com slash ifpodcast, you'll get a free gift with purchase. So you'll actually get a free element sample pack with any order. So that's really awesome. It includes all of their flavors to try. So again, that is drinklmnt.com slash ifpodcast. And then one last little piece about it, a podcast I was listening to recently, Vanessa, they were actually saying that BCAAs also could help with hydration similar to the way electrolytes do. Have you heard that before? I haven't. I'm, I wonder what the mechanism of action would be. They were talking about it. It's the same, it's the same episode that I talked about recently with other, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to send you this episode and I'm dying to hear your thoughts. And then maybe we can circle back on some of the points because it was interesting. It was an interview with Keon for their BCAA supplements. Hi, friends. This episode is brought to you in part by AG1. Some of our listeners have really had wonderful experiences with AG1, and we wanted to highlight some of them on the show. Mary Jane says, I feel better on days when I open up with a scoop of AG1 and a scoop of Cynthia's creatine powder in some Anna Lemma water. I find that I make better slash healthier food choices after and when I've experimented with a CGM or continuous glucose monitor, my blood sugar is more stable overnight. That said, we are all individuals, so what works for me might not be your jam. My husband originally got AG1, but once I added creatine and analemma, it was a game changer for me, really. I've noticed increased energy, less brain fog, and more REM and deep sleep, too. If you would like to take ownership of your health, today is a good time to start. Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. To get this incredible offer, just go to drinkag1.com slash ifpodcast. And once again, the link is drinkag1.com slash ifpodcast and check it out. Now back to our show. So shall we answer another question? Yes. So the next question is from Ben. And the subject is, does chewing sugar-free gum like extra ruin most of the benefits of intermittent fasting? 
Hey ladies, I love, love, love all three of your podcasts. I listen every day during my fasting to keep me motivated. I'm a 36-year-old man who has been intermittent fasting for three months. I've lost weight. I feel absolutely great overall. Still five pounds to lose, but not as worried about that since I feel great. I am curious though, does chewing sugar-free gum like extra completely ruin the benefits of intermittent fasting when eaten during the fasted state? I also count my calories and macros, so that may be the reason for my weight loss. I know intermittent fasting has helped me get rid of my hunger cravings, and the eating window helps me to not snack all day and be able to stay within my daily calorie slash macros. But am I getting any other benefits like autophagy and the many other benefits that you'll talk about? I chew the gum to curb my appetite or cravings, and I may have during the fasted state, which is from 7 p.m. to 1 p.m. the next day, and it works great for that. I chew it both in the beginning of the fast as well as at the end. This is working for me, so I probably won't change it, but I'm just curious as to your thoughts on it. Thanks so much. Keep up your amazing work that is helping this farmer from Kentucky, Ben Winters. Awesome, Ben. Well, just a few comments first about you, Ben, personally. One, I love when listeners give us a little snapshot of who they are. Like a farmer from Kentucky. I can like, you know, I get like this whole picture of Ben now. Me too. I love that. Also, Winter's best last name ever. That should be my last name. Yes, I love the last name. I really love this question. And it's something I've thought about a lot, especially being, you know, on the show talking about intermittent fasting for so long. I know in my own personal journey, and I'll be curious to hear about you as well, Vanessa, when I started fasting, I did chew all the gums. It was like a nice, it was like training wheels. It was like a nice way for me to get used to the fasted state. And sort of like Ben, I didn't really, I felt like it was really working for me. Although I I mean, it was bad. We had a conversation recently on the show about different artificial sweeteners. And I, I would like, do you remember the, the dessert gums? Did you ever have those? The dessert delights or something? Vanessa, it was like Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Did you watch that movie growing up? Of course, yes. <laughs> they had this like extra, extra dessert delights. They had a cinnamon roll and they had a, an apple pie and um, a strawberry shortcake. And it literally tasted like you were eating that dessert. I mean, it was magical. It was like Wonka level and it was bad. I would go through, I would just like, like he said, I think he used the word eat in his question. I felt like I was eating, you know, a whole pack and I would often get GI distress as well, which was a fun time. So my thoughts on all of it are, I'm like pausing in the ideal world. I don't think it's ideal. And I know for me, on the flip side of not chewing these gums and having these flavors during the fast, it is so much better for me, like so much better. I also use the training wheels of with coffee and tea, really making it really sweet and like flavored. And it was kind of like extending the eating window into the fast and just making the fast a non-caloric version of the eating window in a way. It did work for me. Like it did help me transition to fasting. So I can't tell people don't do it because it worked for me and I know it works for people. Long term, though, I feel much better again, not being that way and actually experiencing the fast 
naturally. And I do have, so it sounds like for Ben, it doesn't create more cravings and appetites, or maybe it is. Maybe if you cut it out, you'll realize that you don't have any appetite or cravings while fasting. And maybe this is the thing that's actually keeping that present. And, and as long as you're doing it, it's going to stay there. I, I would actually, I might bet money on that. So as far as the actual, is it ruining the benefits of intermittent fasting? So, well, one, these foods or these gums, they actually do have calories oftentimes. Like they feel like they're zero calories, but when you're having like a whole pack, I think legally they can have a certain amount of calories and still label it as zero. So it'll say zero, but it might have a few. And then if you're having a whole pack, you know, that can actually add up. You are sending your body signals of eating something. So it's kind of like mixed messages to your body. I do think, because people will say like that if you take in artificially sweetened things that it just that it does just stop all the benefits of fasting. And I don't agree with that because if you're not taking in any, I just said that maybe you are taking in some calories with it, but if you're not, I still think you will get benefits of the fast. It just might be harder. I think for a lot of people, it will make their body less, more reluctant to sort of really tap into that fat burning state because it's constantly sort of waiting for what it perceives as the need for something sweet or sugar. I think it can still create a blood sugar roller coaster for a lot of people, even if they've been fasted for a while. This would actually be a good chance to try something like a CGM. You could see, Ben, when you're having these cravings and when you chew the gum, what's actually happening with your blood sugar levels. That would be really cool to see. We love NutriSense. If you go to NutriSense.io slash podcast and use the code podcast, you can get $30 off. As far as like autophagy, which he asked about and the other benefits. So, well, first of all, autophagy, it's not this black and white on-off thing. And we also don't have a ton of information about the extent to which it ramps up, you know, on a timeline basis. Like, I think people make a lot of assumptions. They're like, oh, you're fasting. You have a lot of autophagy. You're not fasting. You don't have autophagy. And it's that's just not the case. Like you literally have autophagy going on 24-7 and it can get ramped up by certain things like fasting and exercise and calorie restriction. So it's hard to know. I don't know. It's hard to know if there's an effect on autophagy from chewing gum or something like that. I would think it's still going on, but it's hard to know. My long takeaway for all of that rambling is that I think you're still getting benefits. I think it for a lot of people, it's going to make it substantially harder and they'll feel probably a lot better on the flip side. And you might find for you, Ben, you said that you still want to lose a few pounds. It might be that you could cut out this, this gum and keep everything the same and you might actually find that you lose the weight. That's very possible. It would be a fun thing to experiment with. What are your thoughts, Vanessa? I agree with with most of what you'd say. I would, yes, autophagy is occurring like every night, as long as you are closing your eating window further enough away from bedtime to actually get a lot of that repair and restoration. But autophagy gets deeper at night and it can get really deep if you do an actual like just water only fast. And the research done on that in humans is measuring the autophagy genes. And it seems to ramp up to like significantly greater levels between 36 to 72 hours of like water, pure water fasting. So that's like a whole different kind of a fasting, in my opinion, than the daily intermittent fasting where you're getting, I think you're 
you're getting, I agree with you in the sense that you're getting like greater cell turnover in that time that you're not consuming food, that in that time that you are fasted. A lot of the benefits that are talked about on this podcast and in the literature on just fasting and what happens, I think it occurs more so in the state of of not stimulating insulin that much, but you probably can still get like a, a small f- fraction of the benefits. But if your main goal, Ben, is weight loss and you're getting there and you're you're counting your macros as well and your calories and you're also finding intermittent fasting, you know, helps you to, you know, just stick to your calories and macros for the day, which a lot of people find it really supportive of, then I think you're doing great. And I I really wouldn't worry about it too much. If you're in a situation where you're like, wow, I really want to, you know, spend some time like ramping up autophagy, you know, maybe doing a deeper like cellular cleanse, mitophagy, getting all that stuff really going on. I would do like maybe do a longer, like an extended fast, like once a year or something like that for the purposes just of like autophagy, mitophagy, cellular renewal, anti-aging, et cetera. But I wouldn't worry too much about it. Like just in the the day-to-day of intermittent fasting, because like you said, Melanie, we just don't have enough information yet on like what's really happening. But, you know, we know, okay, like you're chewing gum, you're not eating protein. So you're not stimulating mTOR. You're probably still in that like AMPK pathway of like, you know, being in the fastest state of being in that catabolic state of breaking things down, tearing certain things down, repairing them, recycling some proteins, etc. But it's just hard to know exactly how much like you were saying. I agree so much. It's interesting because like he, <laughs> he clearly really feels good with what he's doing. So I think that's amazing. And I love that he's fasting and getting benefits that he does perceive. He won't ever know though, unless he cuts out the gum, if there's even more benefits beyond that. You just won't know unless you try. I don't think you're ruining most of the benefits, but I think you'll get more benefits if you cut it out. Yes. Perfect. (laughs) Answer. Okay. Well, this has been absolutely wonderful. So a few things for listeners before we go. If you would like to submit your own questions for the show, directly email questions at ifpodcast.com or you can go to ifpodcast.com and you can submit questions there. And when you submit the questions, feel free to insert your favorite emojis so we can see your personality. Please please start putting your favorite emoji at the end so we can know. And the show notes for today's episode will be at ifpodcast.com slash episode 326. And that will have a transcript as well as links to everything that we talked about. And then you can follow us on Instagram. We are ifpodcast. I am Melanie Avalon and Vanessa is ketogenic girl. Okay. I think that is all the things. Anything from you, Vanessa, before we go? That was everything. It was so much fun. I I absolutely love the questions and I'm excited to answer more in the next one. Me too. Well, have a fabulous night and I will talk to you next week. Thank you so much, Melanie. Talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Intermittent Fasting Podcast. Please remember, everything we discussed on this show does not constitute medical advice and no patient-doctor relationship is formed. 
If you enjoyed the show, please consider writing a review on iTunes. We couldn't do this without our amazing team. Administration by Sharon Merriman. Editing by Podcast Doctors. Show notes and artwork by Brianna Joyner. Transcripts by Speech Docs. And original theme composed by Leland Cox and recomposed by Steve Saunders. See you next week.